We're nearly there, folks. There's just time for one more whistle stomp, so we're gonna make it a two-parter. Do you ever find yourself wondering just how it is we ended up here? Well, we're gonna go right back to the start and see if it all makes sense in context. Spoiler alert, it doesn't. Then stay tuned for part two, where we'll get up close and personal with a third party and independent candidates. Joining us this week, Byron Hussey. You know, I'm surprised Dennis Rodman hasn't been more of a presence in this election cycle. Bucky Seto. Just when you said Muslims there, you didn't have enough vitriol in your voice. Gumba Master. Not to mention the accusations of witchcraft. And yours truly, James Sheaves. If you think things can't get any crazier, you're wrong. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the third and final episode before the election is held of Whistle Stomp. Uh, so uh, we, we're going we're gonna to get a new president uh, in, in a few days. Uh, is, is everyone feeling uh, psyched about that? Yes. Well, well Byron mm. is getting a new president. Yeah, I, I'm really the only one here getting a new president guy. I, we locked I out. think that we all have the U.S. president as our president. That's yeah. true. That's true. We do have you very powerful weapons. <laughs> oh, oh golly! Um, did did any of you read that Clickhole article where they uh, said um, things that uh, the the money that I think it was the Joint Strike Fighter money could have been spent on, and it was like they could have uh, upgraded and refurbished the nuclear arsenal. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, I, I missed the, that one. By the way, James, we, we nobody intru- you didn't introduce us. Um, well, I figured um, I, I'd just do that in the intro, and we oh. could just skip all that nonsense. Oh yeah, you're you right. know, oh, smart. You can cut this part out. But does that does that work for everyone? And yeah. this part. Um, uh, so I thought uh, to to start things off today, I'd uh, just like to take you back to a simpler time in uh, presidential politics. It was uh, a little over a year ago, April 12th, we had the first uh, announcement uh, um, from uh, one of the candidates that we we have now. There was a a little video that got posted um, about a woman growing tomatoes and um, there were some other people in it, like someone's daughter was starting kindergarten and a guy and his brother, they were starting their first business. There was a college student looking for a job. There were some gays getting married. And then uh, we met this lady, Hillary, who um, announced that she was uh, running for president. Yeah. And then, uh, does anyone remember that video? I remember, um, there's a, wasn't that a Lincoln Chafee video? Um, I, no, no, I don't. I don't think I watched that video. I don't. I don't know how uh, Mr. Chafee announced um, his campaign. Like, oh, I, he he popped out of a cake. Oh, well, that's just that's just classic Link, mm-hmm. classic Link Chafe. Yeah. Uh, then June sixteenth, uh, we had a, a a second announcement from another uh, quite different candidate. Um, what everyone remembers about the Trump announcement is that he called you know Mexicans rapists and and drug dealers and criminals and all that and he said that he was going to build a wall but i wonder um uh if any of you remember his comments on air conditioning jeez no absolutely not that was actually a um a, a highlight of his speech he said that he could run the country better than the country's current leaders because uh he made sure that the air conditioning at his venue uh was was functioning properly and he thought that that was an essential quality of a leader. Well, to be fair, I mean, that's, oh. that is important. I mean, was it a hot day? 
Um, it was June, so yeah, it would have been. Yeah. In in NYC. Um, yeah, so that's a and feather there, there was a cap. lot of the 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 fact checking. You know, really really started. You know, right from the get go with the Trump campaign, and everyone fact checked the speech. And um, one thing that we probably kind of uh, lost since then is something that he was he was completely right about which is that uh, he criticized the Obamacare website for being like very expensive, like costing, you know, I think he said billions of dollars, but it actually only cost millions of dollars and the, the, the extra billions were the, uh, the healthcare exchanges. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he said that he does his websites on the cheap and they're great. And he was completely right about that because yeah. uh, I've actually read about uh, his, his web guy, Brad Pascale, or Pascal, I don't know how he pronounces it, but mm-hmm. um, he has been doing all of Trump's digital uh, stuff for this whole campaign, and he's been doing it dirt cheap, and he's been doing a great job for uh, for Mr. Trump. So, you know, there you go. He was completely well, right. Cheap websites. But Trump's websites are fucking shit. <laughs> <clears throat> they look like they were made in, like, 2006. Well, you know, it's like... Um, uh, it, like Pascal is like j- just this one guy who's got like this um, uh, small business and like nobody knew who he was for a, for a long time. And, and apparently like everyone's been saying that, oh, like Trump's got no ground game, Trump's got no data game. But like there's apparently like a big data machine at work here. And I think it's probably not uh, focused on winning the election, but it's, um, uh, you know, centered on that, you know, news network thing that we all know is going to happen after the election, but we don't talk about yet. Yeah. Um, can I, can I just, uh, so is this the guy that, uh, invented Peppy the Frog? Pas- uh, Pascal- no. Okay. No. Okay. Dif- different, different man. Did you guys, have you heard about the invention of air conditioning? Um, No. No. I don't know if I have the story right, but I think it was invented by somebody that like had this boneheaded theory that malaria was just caused by like hot air. Yeah. And he like invented a machine to cool the air down to try to like cure malaria. And he failed, but then he invented air conditioning. Yeah. Maybe it maybe it sucked some of the mosquitoes up and and killed them. (laughs) No, that was. I'm sure that if malaria, the air conditioning would be comforting. Yeah. Because you get a fever. I feel like somebody needs to fact check this, though. I don't know if it's true or not. <laughs> well, so those were the announcements of the two campaigns. And then we'll just kind of fast forward a little bit through the through the rest of the, the time up to the present. So Hillary released her logo. That was the first thing she did after she announced it. It was immediately criticized for being a right-pointing red arrow, yeah. which no one kind of talks about anymore. But, like, you know, it's it kind of seems to make sense now. It's like, you know, it's it's pointing forward and it's yeah. like so whatever yeah for, right uh, equals forward for some reason i think i think we learned that orientation from super mario brothers uh, um, <laughs> i was gonna go with reading oh okay jeez yes i think in japan it's like the other way around yeah so true. it should be a regret true. does mario run the other way in japan gumba you would know this no bot what <laughs> I think Gumba. Might I don't be, think it does. I think Gumba might be playing Payday Payday Two. But that's okay. It's it's a, it's a quality. I only heard would Mario have that play that? What? 
exactly. Did you say, would Mario take a blade out? Yeah. He probably That's would. That's what I heard. No, would he run the... Okay, no, I'm sorry. I just I, I ruined the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then uh, we, we had that first debate uh, where Sanders said the line about the damn emails, mm-hmm. which was very important, really. That, like... You know, for all the bitterness of that campaign, you can see that Bernie wasn't doing scorched earth. He right. he wasn't intending to sabotage Clinton's candidacy. So, you know, that'll reflect well on him uh, uh, from posterity. Yeah, unlike um, uh, Ralph Nader or, um, well, I guess he was... Or indeed, uh, Link Chafee. Lincoln Chafee. Because Link Chafee... Lincoln Chafee's been... Uh, has he been not supporting Hillary? Um... Look, who even knows? But uh, I, mean, like, I think he would if anybody cared what he was doing. Mm. I think Jim Webb said he was going to support Trump. Yeah, but he was a fucking douchebag anyway. <laughs> like, nobody, believed, um, nobody was buying that that guy was a, a Democrat. It was like, oh, I'm just... Uh, uh, I forget. I don't even remember anything he said. <laughs> Did you know that um, he got, like, I think three votes in, in the Iowa caucus? Whoa. Ouch. Or maybe it wasn't even that. Maybe it was New Hampshire. Those, and then check, I believe got zero. Are those like, are you talking like uh, super delicate votes? Are those like actual no. like pound the pavement like, ballots? Uh, right in. Wow. Yeah. What a loser. Way to go, buddy. Yeah. yeah. So Clinton uh, won that one. The polls said 43%. And then very rapidly, Lil Link and uh, Mr. Webb dropped out um and then uh don't know if you all remember this there was a, a freaking terrorist attack in paris right before the second debate yeah that's right. i remember the back but yeah and um uh, the the line that um uh gets brought up i didn't actually remember but in the second debate um in in the wake of this is terrorist attack clinton used the the 9-11 terrorist attack to justify her Wall Street connections because Wall Street was affected by 9-11. That's right, yeah. Everyone oh. said that that was a bad line. Hmm. But despite this, um, she won by an even greater margin. She got 55% um, of, of the polling uh, saying that she won that debate. And she'd, she'd win all the debates after that as well by similar margins. So do you think, like, when Hillary Clinton says some stuff like that, like, do you think it's because she's, I don't want to say she's out of touch with people, but she's out of touch with how ignorant people are? Is that possible? Because, um, like, there's, I mean, the whole thing is, at this point, is, like, Wall Street equals bad, right? And it's like, yeah. I mean, what does it really mean? I mean it's, just, it's, just like a, it's just a euphemism for the economy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Finance, um, at least. I, I think um, she probably was just tripped up there. She wouldn't. She wouldn't have done that if she hadn't been thinking on her feet. Right. I was reading I mean, a uh, an article about. I forget. Maybe it wasn't an article. Maybe it was like a Reddit headline. Mm. But anyway, those are the same thing, right? Yeah. 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 Totally. <laughs> about how like people perceive Donald Trump as being honest when even though everything he says is literally a lie i i just read that as well and i've been uh, saying this uh, for ages and it's just because he sounds confident right no it's because he's honest about his feelings right 
Right. So his, his sentiments are honest, but Hillary's sentiments are guarded, whereas right. uh, the facts, Hillary is more honest and Donald Trump is like a, a, a tire fire. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't the so, right headline. What was it, like on the, the HuffPo? Yeah, so was it a HuffPo? It was HuffPo, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, the problem is that we're just not being specific enough about what we mean by the term honest. Right. Well, it's like the um, the Pinocchio. Why do we paradox. need to be specific about that? You, you need to be specific because, uh, like, it's true. Donald Trump is quite honest about his um, about his feelings on things. If he doesn't like oh. something, then he'll tell you. But that's not good. But, you need to be diplomatic as a commander-in-chief. Mm-hmm. Also, feelings are not facts. Well, it's also not a lie if you, if, 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 if you believe it. And he, uh, he, he believes a lot of what he says. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, lying. There has to be intent. You know, it's like you know, like the Pinocchio paradox. Like Pinocchio says, "My nose will grow after I finish saying this," and that's supposed to be a paradox. Is like, well, uh-huh. if it doesn't grow, then he lied. But if, mm. so, but so, but so, that's but that's not true because a lie just there's a difference between lying and being wrong, and that's where that, mm. that whole paradox falls apart. And, and that's the truth about Trump too. He's just wrong most of the time. I mean, sometimes maybe he's a, it's a little bit of a stretch, but he, you know, it's just like he's he's he's, just, he's a psychopath, and he believes what he's saying in the moment. That's probably um, he he probably knows he's lying about a lot of stuff. I don't, I yeah, don't I think you're giving him too much credit there. I just don't think he's smart <laughs> or, enough. Actually, like I'm, like I'm thinking of like. The, the sexual I, assault cases, like probably he doesn't think that he sexually no, assaulted those he, women. He like, does not. He he thinks that what he was doing was like playful, yeah, uh, locker room and fun. When, when he raped his, which happened. Wait, who did he rape? His wife, oh, Ivana. Which one? Oh, Ivana. Um, uh, I don't know if this is completely accurate, but. The, I, I read last night that it was because he was angry after uh, he had a scalp uh, surgery to try and fix his ball spot that didn't work. <laughs> so he raped her. This all but sounds she, yeah, she, like she retracted it. Was her her, uh, her uh, plastic surgeon. Right. So it was all her fault. Yep. Uh, um, but she, she retracted it afterwards. It. But, um, her... Um, <laughs> Uh, retraction really like as we understand the word rape it wasn't really a retraction because she said that oh you know I felt like I was being forced but uh, I, I wasn't really I recognized that uh, that wasn't really the way like you know that that's what we call rape my friends well isn't that sort of the sad the sad thing about most uh, most most rape um, accusations that end up being like debunked it's usually not that they're debunked it's just that, like somebody was bribed into mm. recanting the true story and it's like oh see right. another false, false accusation mm. see <laughs> so i guess we're making up for our sin uh in the last um episode of of uncritically repeating the um the the stuff about false rape statistics yeah that's right who said that you did. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you, you evil man. Should not, should not cite those statistics. Um, what I was surprised that I got away with last time was uh, I uh, uncritically uh, repeated a pro-Nazi myth oh. that no one 
took me to task over. What was it? The the myth of the good Wehrmacht and the evil SS. Mm, I probably just didn't understand what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember any of this. Well, you weren't in that episode. I wasn't, but I did listen to oh, it. All right. Hmm. Um. Uh. Yeah. So I guess that just means that no one's really paying attention. Which what is, what fine. is the good Wehrmacht? Is it... Well, it's the myth that the German army was good and and faultless and just following orders, and it was the SS that were evil and oh, drove right, the right, right. Uh, the Holocaust and all the war crimes and things like that. When you know the like the Wehrmacht were involved in the, their share of atrocities. Sure. I mean, the th- that's the thing about like. We sort of sanitize um, soldiers and war conceptually because it sort of fits into this category. But these are these are, these are hired killers. I mean, their job yeah. is to go destroy shit and kill people. You know what I mean? That's like yeah, that's what they do. Not family. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Sorry, sorry if we have any armed. Uh, oh no! I mean, seriously though, like that's it's. I mean, somebody's got to do it. I'm not saying it's it's a bad thing. I mean, it's it's bad. Well, yeah. No, I, I, I mean, have some ambivalence about the army. And yeah, I, I recognize that. Yeah, sometimes some things are challenging. You need, you need to, you need to have a a a strong armed forces to um, protect freedom, and that sounds trite, but it's true. I mean, like, like if we didn't have a good army, it's like what would stop ISIS from coming in? And it sounds like that's propaganda, true. but that's actually completely true. It's like we, you don't want to not have an army because then the bad people have the army, right? So I think it's a good it's thing right. that they're hired killers. Costa Rica. Costa Rica. But nobody wants Costa Rica. Uh, I do. It's great. It's a little bit, you know, um, uh, a bit of a problem with that. I mean, mm. how can a conventional army protect you against uh, modern-day terrorists. It's true, they can't really. Um, well, I mean... They, What's they the army going to do about San Bernardino? Or... Uh, yeah, I guess they can't really. I, I mean, mean but, but I mean, that's the thing, is like, it, within the context of a war, uh, convention, mm. con- terrorism is, is sort of like a, a, a blip, right? I mean, war is like wholesale mass killing. We, we're just we're just not used to it because it doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, it doesn't happen at least the, at least not in the West. The first world. Yeah, but yeah. it's like oh, it's like oh, uh, you know, it's, a bus blows up and and thirty people die. It's a tragedy. But then like war is mm. like oh, three hundred thousand like people died last battle. month. What oh. is Aleppo? What what is Aleppo? What is it? We'll find out someday. By the way, not um, apropos of nothing, I got some um, Aleppo pepper. In the mail. Oh, that's what? In, should I be telling James Comey about you? Like, um, I don't know. Wait, who's that? Who's James Comey? Well, we'll get to him later. Um, yeah, I dude. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, Comey. Well, no, 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 no. This yeah. isn't like a terrorism thing. This is um, uh-huh. it's a Blue Apron. It oh, a, it was a Blue well, Apron meal, that and I, it was a um, like a butternut squash with couscous. And it came with some Aleppo pepper. No, uh, the Blue Apron sounds like uh, sounds like a loot crate for. It is. Foodies. Oh, is that? It is. It's a loot crate for food foodies. Right. Oh, I think my mom gets those. It's good. They're but good. they're not good that. They're hard. They're it's they're challenging recipes. Mm. 
I mean, it, for me, I'm not very good at cooking. So. <laughs> I sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to derail. The con- I mean, we're, it's not a, well, not like, it's not like they're a sponsor well, or something. Yeah, derailing. <laughs> derailing the. the if they actually do sponsor a lot of podcasts, so they, they could be, but talk. they're not. They're not. So we'll stop we'll, we'll get Blue Apron, if you're listening, please sponsor us. Please just send Quickly. me some money. Just me. Just send <laughs> us some groceries. Um, hmm. uh, so th- that's that's pretty much most of oh, the... No, I know I know what works. Uh, send us what? stuff so we never do this again. <laughs> oh, yes, oh, yeah. yes, please. Pay us to be... Pay us for our silence. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's most of the story oh, for... Please do not mention you on the podcast again. <clears throat> That's, that's, by the way, okay, here's that's, a story. I got some uh-huh. uh, some seven seven and a half ounce cans of Coke Zero with Santa on mm. them, and it tastes a little bit different, a little medicine-y. Oh, okay. <laughs> you gonna sell them on eBay as collectors' items? No, that's there. You can buy them in the grocery store. They're not oh. valuable. Have we have we got the Santa cans? Yeah, it's a Santa can. I haven't seen any. It's I a don't special. Think we have them here. It's a special Coke Zero Santa can. They usually don't make those. I thought did. the branding for Coke Zero oh. was black. Wait, when you said. Yeah, I'm going to Google this. Are you a... like implying that uh, they were tampered with? No, it's just like a different like concentration, I think, in the smaller can of the whatever huh. the poison they put in mm-hmm. is regular Coke Zero. Which is, I, I drink like six cans a day, so I, I was hyper-concentrated in my body, and then I'm going to die. <laughs> you know, it's it's good stuff. There's no there's no calories in it, so it's fine. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I haven't heard any real theories about how it's bad. I mean, what, what does it really do that's bad? Other than make me feel good and make me happy. Um, it, uh, I think it gets your metabolism, like, overcompensating for the... Lack of something, so you'll. you'll I've get... heard that too, but I'm not sure if it's true. Uh, it sounds like one of those bogus things, like toxins yeah. or like. Yeah, it's probably it's probably bullshit. Drink, drink eight glasses of water a day, or the toxins will build <laughs> up, and it's like there's so much of that shit. I don't buy it. <laughs> I do drink eight glasses of water a day. Yeah, that's too, it's too much. You're rather you're damaging you're, your kidneys. You're rather by the the crisp, refreshing flavor of. Coke Zero. <laughs> mm. They are a sponsor, by the way. They are. Good. I'm se- secretly taking money from Coke Zero. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sleeper agent Coke shill. You, uh, you were the one behind the the new Coke conspiracy. And and you still and you still w- wouldn't be willing to to uh, spend money on video games play on your no show yeah 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 that's why don't we plug my new show that it doesn't exist yet all right oh yeah it's called how do you play this that's an interesting <laughs> name but, i'm already hooked well it's gonna be i think it's gonna be gumba is going to coach me to play video games and he'll tell me how to uh, play yeah. the game because I'm not very good at that. Expected to work though. And Gumba is is good at video games allegedly. Mm. Because he plays them instead of having a job. I um, right. 
I look forward to experiencing this content. It might not actually happen. I don't know. It seems like it's going to be really complicated to, to record. But no, it won't be. Yeah. Right, so oh, it'll be fine. Why don't we move on from this? Also, I'm pretty lazy, though. All you have to do is just, like, it, just, just answer a call. For, for Christ's sakes. Oh, and also go into Twitch. <laughs> to log into Twitch. Which I'm sure you already have. An account. Yeah. On. Yeah. Yeah, see? I mean, otherwise, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't stalk all those people. Yeah, I know, I know. I know. I know your MO. Sorry, you want to talk about uh, politics again, James? Politics. Um, so we're up to the point where the, the primary elections start for Hillary. She wins Iowa, she loses New Hampshire, then she sweeps Super Tuesday. And then um, uh, no one cares about this anymore, but like everyone said at the time, oh, Michigan, Sanders wins, big upset. The polls all said that Hillary was going to win, but she didn't. So that was uh, like a historic polling error that everyone's already forgotten about. Mm -hmm. Um and then she declares victory in the primaries on June 7th. And uh, Bernie confirms that he's going to support her in the general. Um, right. Though we, we remember he, he like hung on for a bit. He didn't like officially end his campaign. It was kind of in limbo for a while. Yeah, I think that's like that tends to happen at the end of these big campaigns where they have like enormous amounts of, of money to, to reallocate. So they can't they don't just, you know, just drop everything yep. right away. They have to they have to. He wasn't. He wasn't doing it like like he wasn't Ted Cruz or Jeb Bush though. Like he wasn't just suspending his campaign. He was like, uh, "No, I'm I'm still running and I intend to claim the nomination." Yeah, yeah, and I think that was still like political trickery though, because he was like, "I'm not gonna withdraw until you guarantee me this and this and this and something like that." You know? Yeah, yeah. Mark my words, Bernie Sanders in the Clinton uh, administration will be like the Secretary of the Interior or something like that. Yeah, I, wasn't he put on the House Budget Committee or the Senate Budget Committee instead? I, I don't know. I think that's what he was angling for. I don't think he wanted a cabinet position. I don't know. <laughs> um, so then that's that's the primaries. Then we had uh, the convention, and it wasn't good news. That was when we got the first sweet taste of WikiLeaks. Oh, yeah, yeah. We learned that. Debbie Wasserman Schultz and, and the rest of them were, were conspiring to deny Mr. Sanders the nomination because, oh, you know, the Democratic establishment doesn't want a, you know, cranky independent who's like in his 70s to take over their party for some reason. Who, who would have thought? Yeah. I don't know why. So, like, I guess um, this is where we start talking about, like, things being rigged. But it's like, isn't it the uh, Democratic Party's... Yet prerogative to have mm. a preference for the for the nominee i mean it's not it's not the Dem de the democratic party itself is not a democracy is it uh this this is um i mean it's called the democratic party well this is so the one thing, though, it's like don't they have an agenda or don't they have the don't they have the right to have a preference though to who the who the who the who the candidate <laughs> is um I forget what the exact content of <clears throat> of the 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 Wasserman Schultz emails was, but it was obviously sufficient to cause her to resign. So, yeah, but then it, but Must then she was there. immediately appointed. Like, um, like, I think she just went back to her Senate seat, didn't no, she? I think, well, maybe, but I think she got some kind of position in in the in the campaign, though, too. Right. Um, assassin. She was hired as the the assassin for the campaign. 
Right. She's a killer. Yeah, she's doing a great job. Yeah. Uh, so then, um, like, all of this, like, it, it didn't feel fast at the time, but we're just shooting past it now. Um, there were them three debates. Gosh, remember how horrible they were. But uh, the, the poll said yeah. that Clinton won all of them. Yeah. And we had them Podesta emails leaking. That was the October surprise. But it turns out in this election, October surprises don't matter. You've got to have a November surprise because yeah. because the internet, that's how fast well, it moves now. What were the Podesta emails like what were the con- what was the content of the Podesta emails? Um, there were some, I think, uh, sort of uh, suspicious uh, pay-to-play allegations regarding there was oh, some yeah, natural was disaster nice. and and um, like, uh, is this a friend of Bill? Um, mm. If it's not a friend of Bill, then it should go to the Department of uh, uh, Department of Justice or whatever website um, instead of. Not to mention the accusations of witchcraft. Yeah, I was going to oh, save yeah. that uh, for the end of the podcast, but we can talk about it now, I guess. Oh, is this, are we talking about oh. in Korea now? Did we switch to Korean politics? Uh, no. Because uh, Korea is run by, by eight oh. shamans. Eight shaman. One of, one of the emails was regarding uh, John Podesta's brother, Tony Podesta, being invited to a spirit cooking dinner um, with performance artist Marina Abramovich. Mm-hmm. And uh, spirit cooking, um, look, I haven't looked into it too much, but it seems to involve uh, the use of various uh, unsavory bodily fluids. Oh, jeez. Some of which I think uh, Ms. Abramovich is physiologically incapable of producing, so I don't know how she was uh, getting them. Hmm. But, um, and yeah, you, you make a meal with them, and it's, uh, it's real Satanist. So, um, and that was a true story. I don't know what from the, the problem league, right? is. I mean, you can't get the yeah. same stuff. I mean, she's, she's, she's nuts. Like, um, Abramovich is the performance artist who used to uh, sit in a chair and stare at people until they cried. Mm-hmm. She's great. I love Marina Abramovich. She did that one with the arrow and you, like, lean backwards on it. And then it's like this death. You could die. Anyway, look it up. <laughs> do you uh, do you prefer her work to that of the other sort of maverick performance artist uh, Shia LaBeouf? <laughs> I think they they probably yes. move in similar circles. They're cut or from the maybe same not. cloth. Certainly. Uh, I'm not so sure. Uh. I'm pretty sure Marina Abramovich wouldn't be too hot on Shia LaBeouf. Well, she probably like when he took his own teeth out. That was pretty. She probably would have <laughs> dug that. I didn't hear about um, that. Me either. Yeah, he, he took one of his teeth out. He yanked it. Oh, just one. Yeah. That's not. Don't that, know why. That's not that cool. Yeah, it's a questionable decision. There's, I would have thought. There's a famous performance artist actually around my art school who like he's gonna bury himself later this year. That's mm-hmm. nice. They did that um, already yeah, on uh, Mythbusters. Crazy. They buried. <laughs> they did that on Mythbusters. And and also Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. Volume two, I yeah, believe. Real. And David Blaine did that too. Yeah, David Blaine did it too. Why is he burying himself? It's already been done. <laughs> it's true. I should let him. Passe. Um, I hear it was the Ed, Donna Brazil thing. Edgar Edgar Allan Poe was buried alive, apparently. 
I don't know. They they say that, but he was found dead in a gutter, wasn't he? And it was one of his greatest fears was being buried alive. Right. I don't know how they figured Probably it. I don't know who decided to dig him up and like check the the lid of his coffin. I don't think I don't think anyone did because like the the poach hoster would have gotten mad. Yeah, they he probably wasn't buried alive. Yeah. Seeing uh, seeing as he was was buried, I I would say not. No. Yeah. So Donna Brazil. Um, yeah. Which was, I I seem to recall you don't think was a big deal. Uh, I mean, like it was a big deal in so much as that it got her fired from CNN. And yeah. it was a big deal for like her professionally and for CNN as an organization. I don't think it's anything you could put at the feet of the the Clinton campaign just using information that's being given to them. Like I mean that's that's just that's just uh that's just shrewd, isn't it? I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's, well, it's, clearly it wasn't the right move for Donna Brazil's career if she was hoping to keep that job at CNN, you know. Mm. But the, I don't think there's—I don't think it was illegal. Um, no, not—it's not illegal because I—I I don't think the Commission on Presidential Debates is like regulated by the Constitution or anything. I also would would wouldn't be surprised if um, Trump got a lot of uh, heads up from the Fox contingent. Mm, yeah, Can't but I remember, um, uh, like he didn't get on well with Fox for a while. That's true. That's true. But I mean, like Fox pretty much ran W's campaign for him. You know what I mean? Like it, it's come on. Mm. Yeah, come on. that's what I say when I I can't think of anything come. else to say. But it's like <laughs> clearly I'm right. Like come on, really? Come on. So that's uh, that's pretty much it for Hillary. That's that's the story of. Of that whole whole thing. Um, in the in the meantime, uh, the blow by blow account of of Trump's uh, campaign is more just like a list of scandals. Well, wait, 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 wait. Is... What about? Oh yeah. Um, didn't we? Wasn't there a little bit of a wiener controversy uh, too? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, um, I was gonna uh, get what to all that end, as we do like a state of the race. Oh, okay, okay. So that's more of a current. Yeah, we'll we'll get to the wieners. Got it. Got it. Don't okay. Um, so, uh, we, we know that he started off with a scandal, you know, calling Mexicans rapists. And then, uh, by week two of his campaign, his corporate sponsors had already started to flee. Univision had dropped the, the Miss USA pageant. And, um, then in week three, uh, NBC, Universal and Macy's both cut ties with him. So The Apprentice will now have to be hosted on his new news network mm-hmm. um, and he'll have to sell his own business shirts. And Trump threatened to sue Univision already. Right. Yeah. The Apprentice, uh, he was fired from, wasn't he? Yeah. That was and, the NBC thing. Yeah, and they hired um, Arnold Schwarzenegger to replace him. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I haven't. I don't even know when that's happening, but I'm, I'm excited. Um, then uh, week five was the John McCain thing. I like people who weren't captured. Amazing, yeah. going after a veteran like you, this was unprecedented. Like it's it's easy to forget now, but like no Republican would ever do this. It's it's only the Donald. Yeah. Wait, what are we talking about again? The John McCain oh, yeah, going after. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I like people that don't get captured. You know. 
Understandable. So can I just pause for a second? There's a um, Kickstarter going on for a presidential candidate dating simulator. Called Grand Old Academy. I'll send you guys a link to it, but it looks pretty good. I think each of you should kick kick start in some money for the Kickstarter. I'll I'll not do that. Okay. I'm fresh out. I I, I just backed the, the game the, the about pucks. about sniffing pucks. Yeah, uh, I saw them. Wait, what? They made their goal. They got over sixty thousand. Oh, what is the what was the game? Pugs? That's stupid. What sniffing pucks? Why would you want to? That's that sounds really bad. What a waste of your money. But look at this. It's no, got. It looks, it looks like it's got Donald Trump. It looks like it's got. Um. Uh, jab. Is that jab there? It's got um. That's Ted Cruz. Is it all Republican candidates? Looks like it's only the Republican candidates. Oh, they. Oh, look. Who's <laughs> peeking over the shoulders? There is that Rand Paul. I see. Oh, little Rand Paul. <laughs> he was. Uh, uh. There's plenty of material about his hair. I gather. Yeah. There's Ben Carson back there blinking for some reason. <laughs> Now this now this looks good. Um, so, what do you guys think? Do, do these look like attractive men that you'd like to date? Um, I prefer John Cena. <laughs> do you have? I I can't really think of a a Republican candidate that would do it for me. There's not a single one that would have would do it for you. See, like. I thought maybe Rubio, but then he's sort of sweaty. Yeah, I was going to say Rubio. Yeah, he's kind of like sweaty and like, he seems like he probably wouldn't be able to get it up. From being viral. Now you're just as bad as uh, as Rubio and Trump. Yeah. He's a Bulgarian. Which, uh, uh, oh, I didn't have, I didn't even have that in this uh, breakdown because I, I, Went to the USA Today breakdown of, uh, I think, the first six months. Yeah. So after John McCain in week eight was Megyn Kelly. Mm-hmm. For, was this maybe the first uh, sexism incident? Uh, in history? Probably. In, in, in Mr. Trump's oh, in uh, campaign. campaign. Uh, yeah, Blood coming so. out of her. I think so. Oh, my God. And it's all downhill from there. Uh, then week 11, we start to see uh, his hostility to the press. He kicks a Univision reporter out of his press conference. Says, mm-hmm. you know, you haven't been called. I mean, uh, only the press that uh, doesn't say good things about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we'll, we'll, we'll see there was even problems later with, with the folks that did like him. You know, I'm surprised Den- Dennis Rodman hasn't been more of a presence in this election cycle. He's too busy cozying up to Kim Jong-un, probably. Wasn't he on The Apprentice? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. I feel like like he's like probably a big Trump supporter. Yeah, probably. I mean, North Korea did endorse Trump, didn't they? Yeah, uh, did they? I don't know. They did, yeah. Apparently, Kim Jong-un's um, wife hasn't been seen in seven months. Oh, dear. 
They didn't blow her up with artillery cannons, did they? I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. Just, wait. Breaking news. When they Kim Jong-un vows to reduce U.S. to ashes as he says America will meet their final doom. What the? F- Why did nobody what? tell me about this? What the well, fuck? Please, hurry. <laughs> what? Oh, my <laughs> God. Ah. Woman stuns internet with her cheeky party trick involving empty Red Bull can. Looks like she crushes a Red Bull can between her butt cheeks. This is on the Sunday Express. Thanks, Sunday Express. Oh, Trump rushed off stage at Nevada rally. Uh Uh-oh. In week 12, we got him to sign the loyalty pledge. I mean, we didn't. But the Republicans did. He would. He pledged to support the eventual nominee. But you know that he wouldn't have. No, he wouldn't have. If it had been Little Marco. No, yeah. Or Ted Cruz. Or uh, God forbid, uh, uh, Jeb. What was Jeb's nickname? Just mess. Messy mess. Jeb. Yeah, I think. In weeks. Um, there was, uh, I don't know if you guys remember this, a very enthusiastic Latina supporter who gets on stage with Mr. Trump and said, yes, I support Mr. Trump. I can't wait, Mr. Trump. Mm-hmm. She was She was very enthusiastic. Do you remember, is this, or am I jumping the gun here? Remember when he posted that picture of himself eating a, um, like a taco bowl taco, taco bowl and saying, I love Hispanics. That was, One Cinco uh, de Mayo. That was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, that's to be fair. It is. It was positive towards Hispanics, right? Um, I think. I think the social justice crowd would say that it was an instance of cultural appropriation. Was it? Yeah, it's he has also this, because yeah, he taco has this, bowls are from Texas. Yeah, yeah. He, he has this like westernized um, uh, version of Mexican culture, and he's. Uh, kind of um, using it in lieu of like any authentic um, uh, expression of the voices of actual uh, Hispanic people. Yeah. So that's that. Uh, In week 18, uh, did you know that Trump, in fact, won the first Democratic Party debate? Um, I think I didn't know that. Because he live tweeted it and he gained more followers on that night than any of the candidates on the stage. He gained 70,000 followers. So first we have to define winning the debate by gaining the most Twitter followers. Mm-hmm. Then, we, then we can say he won it based on this new rule we made up. Okay, I see what I see. the game we're playing here. It's a great new world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then he started to get into a little bit of Twitter trouble in week 19 uh, where he, he said that, uh, the young intern who uh, accidentally did a retweet apologizes because the retweet that the young intern, using scare quotes here, did uh, said that uh, Iowans were voting for Ben Carson because Monsanto corn had messed up their brains. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. That's a good, that's a good no, quote. I've never heard that one. Yeah, it kind of probably got lost in the noise. Oh, all that. the best stuff gets lost in the noise. Yeah, well... Can, um, can I ask, did the Monsanto corn mess up their brains? Well, probably not. Yeah. I don't think those mess up your brains. No. Oh, I don't know. The jury's still out on that one. <laughs> <laughs> ask, just, ask Jill Stein. Can I share it? 
a tweet that I saw um, yes. from Donald Trump. Yes. It, he just retweeted this troll picture of himself as a train. <laughs> like his face photoshopped onto Thomas the Train. The, the, Thomas the, the train, train, train engine. I think I remember this. This was a while ago, wasn't it? But I'm just thinking no one even mentioned it. Because mm. he does it all the time and it's so fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> he does, I mean, he does... He He... He really he does a lot of retweeting of those like, like weird memes from like the what are the centipedes. Has he ever retweeted Pepe? Yeah. Um, Donald oh. Trump Jr. retweeted Pepe once. I feel like Trump Senior has retweeted some Pepe too. Yeah. I, I I mean I might be talking out of turn here. I I, I followed a bunch of elect like fifty election accounts recently so that I could get my finger on the pulse. And I noted that um, uh, every Donald Trump tweet, the first person to reply is this Pepe account. And like, they're clearly just like pre-composed replies. They don't have anything to do with the tweets. And he, he just like sends them out. Do you think it's like have, a, um, a bot? Yeah, I think he must like have some sort of tweet deck uh, like add-on or something that lets him just Wait, tweet, reply tweet what? instantly. Oh, tweet deck. Tweet deck. What do you think I said? I don't know. Um, tweet dick. No. Get to wiener later. <laughs> he, nice one. He exposed himself in front of his child. <laughs> <son. laughs> um, so then week 20, uh, this was a fun one. The re- All the Republican candidates ganged up on the CNBC moderators for throwing them hardball questions in the debate. Mm-hmm. So I thought was interesting. Like it was very immature of them. I guess they just figured, oh, Donald's getting away with it, so we'll all just jump on on board with this one. And they went, yeah, you can't ask us hard questions. You gotta, you know, that's that's not fair, man. Yeah, I mean, the truth, the irony of the right is they talk tough, but they're they're huge babies always. They're they're, they're, they're biggest babies in the world. Big babies. They're That's big, true. They're tough when things are going their way, but if it if it just doesn't just a little bit, they just flip out. They flip out. They shit their little diapers. They 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 fill their diapers with shit. They 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 drool all over their rattles. Whatever babies do, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Their brains develop uh, quickly. They have great neuroplasticity. Great neuroplasticity, classic baby. But mm-hmm. the the right doesn't have neuroplasticity. So yeah, you're, are you They're saying right. are you saying the analogy is falling apart? <laughs> no. <laughs> how how dare you? Analogy. Right. Okay. So neuroplasticity check, A plus. Um. Then week twenty three, we get up to when the Paris attacks happen uh, uh, on, the, on, the, on the Trump side. And uh, both Trump and Clinton of, of their respective uh, uh, candidate bunches are polled as the most capable to deal with terrorism. Mm-hmm. So at this point, we're probably, uh, you know, kind of resigning ourselves to, well, Trump's going to be the nominee, I guess. Yeah. Uh, then week 24 was the Serge Kovaleski uh, thing where, oh, I don't know what I said, I don't know what I said, where he mocked. Uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Kovaleski for having a disability. Yeah. So that was fun. Yeah, I that's another... That... Sorry, go ahead. 
Everyone just calls him the disabled reporter. People don't tend to use his name. I, I, I don't know why that is. Like, the guy has a name. Uh, yeah, maybe it's just hard to say. Maybe. Or is it, like, out of respect that, he, you know, you don't want to, like, you know... Mm. I'm sorry to Mr. Kovaleski if I've, I'm in any way disrespectful. Well, I forgive you. Thanks. But, I mean, isn't, isn't that just sort of like the... Um, the sort of the right wing mentality in a nutshell, mock, mocking a disabled person. Like that's what basically is what you would do. Like you would expect like a, a, a sixth, sixth grade high school bully to do. Is that, is that the, not, not the same mentality that leads to like not, Nazism basically? Yeah. It's different. It's Don't different. like it because it's different. Yeah. Right. No, exactly. Yeah. But it's also like, um, but it's also like, you know, like, macho at the same time right yeah he's a real macho guy yeah Kovaleski's probably macho too I don't know I haven't met him no he does not so then the next week week 25 this was pretty unprecedented and we don't talk about this anymore because it's just all the shit that's happened but Trump uh, said that he wouldn't do the next debate at CNN unless they gave him five million dollars <laughs> Yeah. That happened, yes. I haven't even heard of that. And uh, he said, oh, I'd probably give it to uh, wounded warriors or the vets. <laughs> but, of course, we know oh, yeah, now yeah. that when he says that he's going to donate to charity, he doesn't do it unless he gets called out on it. Right. Instead, he buys really so fugly paintings of himself. He just wanted to be paid $5 million to do a presidential debate. Did they give him the money? But no, he he uh, he later acknowledged that uh, he didn't want to hurt his campaign, so he thought, "Oh, I better do the debate for free." Mm -hmm. uh, perhaps I wasn't in the negotiating position that right. uh, I needed to be in. Right. And then week twenty-six, we're at the end of the six months. Donald J. J. Trump is calling, is calling for a total, total and complete shutdown of Muslims, Muslims entering, entering the United, United States, States until, until our country's our representatives. representatives Figure out, out what is going what on. Going on. Yeah. What the hell is going on? What is when, going on? Uh, you, you, might have thought, you might have thought that that was when the, the Trump campaign reached peak insanity. But, of course, if, if we learn any lesson from, from this election is that if you think things can't get any crazier, you're wrong. Yeah. Just when you said Muslims there... You didn't have enough vitriol in your voice. Muslims. It was sort of like, I'm calling for a complete and utter shutdown on all Muslims. 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 Muslims, as Americans say. Boo. Or yay. Uh -huh. I'm not sure which, which should I be doing. I don't know. So this was perhaps uh, one of the points where we, we kind of realized that Trump really doesn't have a grasp of like basic constitutional law because like this is obviously in conflict with the first amendment mm -hmm. so it couldn't be enforced if he did put it as a law um yeah so after that uh, I, that was when the usa today recap ended so like uh, i don't have any of the rest of it in chronological order but he came up with everyone's nicknames little marco lion ted he talked about his penis um uh uh, his campaign manager, Corey Lewandowski, assaulted that Breitbart reporter. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And, like, you, you wouldn't think that would happen because Breitbart is very favorable to Trump. And, of course, um, that reporter uh, quit 
uh, Breitbart because she she thought that they weren't standing up for her enough. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and he, I can't believe this wasn't in the recap. He went after the Pope. This was amazing. He went after the Pope. Yeah. How dare the Pope speak to me like that and question my faith? Unprecedented. Yeah. Well, to be fair, though, he's a pretty liberal Pope. Yeah, in like in PR only. Yeah, I mean, he still says things like, "There's no way a woman could ever be a priest." No, how no way? And uh, eh, some stuff about abortion, the gays. I think homosexuals are still going to hell. They, of course, they are. Of course, they are. Um, then there was the judge curial thing, um, which I don't know. Maybe this isn't very politically correct of me, but like everyone got outraged about them. He was sort of right. I mean, you can't really expect a Mexican judge to 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 rule in favor of Trump on that case, just as like you couldn't expect a transgender judge to oh, to rule on oh, like the the I North Carolina ex- bathroom laws. Like mm-hmm. it's because Mr. Trump is so very clearly just you know outrageously wrong that well, of course you would ex- like any any human with like any sort of connection like how could so you know so you're saying what you're saying is that mexicans can't be trusted to be impartial this is exactly what i'm saying yes <laughs> okay get just, out. Wanted to, just wanted to get you on the record there mm-hmm. got it okay but like am, a, am i wrong about well like you know this is racial determinism and all that but like it, it it's it's quite reasonable to assume, isn't it, that, you know, like, of course there's going to be a bias against Trump because he's proposing these outrageous policies against Mexican people and Hispanic people. So what like, you're saying is, like, the guy would be biased, but Trump would deserve it. And you should just take yeah. it on the chin. Well. I um have a different opinion. I just think mm-hmm. any judge would have sort of done the right thing there because it's so clear cut right it doesn't matter if he's mexican i mean you know judge whitey might have like who knows judge whitey cornbread oh it's a a Um, judge i just made up i love him so uh, having learned that the true racism lies within me once again what, we, what, we've, what we've really learned today is that the true racism lies within James Sheaves. I have also learned that. And a little Bucky. Um, just a little bit. What? What? A little bit. What did I say that was racist? I think you said uh, Chinese people are bad at uh, tying their shoes. <laughs> Fuck you, Byron. Um, and it's... Uh, Shoes, and I'm not Chinese. There you go. Reverse anti racism. We don't swear on this show. Wait, who swore? <laughs> Judge Curiel swore. By the way, we haven't heard from Gumba in a while. Gumba! Yes? I'm here listening. You're it's very not... interesting to listen to. It's not your role. It's, 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 a, it's a good show, isn't it? Yeah. Are you still playing, um, what's it called? Um, Payday 2? Why don't you check? 
Yeah, I'll check. I, re I regret this. <laughs> um, Let's move on. Yeah, so then there was the Khan family thing. Amazing. Going after a, a, a deceased veteran's family. Yeah. And uh, that was when people really started to realize that uh, Trump didn't have discipline and, you know, he could be baited into things very easily. Mm -hmm. uh, then he, there was this comment about Second Amendment people and what they could do if they didn't like Clinton's judicial appointments. You know, maybe they could take their guns that they own and go and assassinate Hillary Clinton or who, her judicial appointments. And, you know, that, there was that. And then people talked about that for a week and then forgot about it. I think that um, made it shoot anyone like standing on the avenue and I can shoot yeah that was that one too that was uh, before by the way Gumba is playing to be or not to be is it um, a, a Hamlet choose your own adventure I don't know I don't know what it is oh yeah it is looks like it's like uh, uh, the like is it like a Ryan North thing yeah Kate Beaton Kate Beaton Mm -hmm. But this, I didn't know it was a game. Uh, it I thought that was, uh, oh. wasn't the game. It wasn't the game. It was originally a play, a choose your own adventure book, but then they made it into a game. I didn't know. Huh. Looks like Which it's is on, basically... uh, on sale here. Yes. It's it's 75% it's off. It's good value. Good value. Yeah. For your money, I'd say. I'm not really playing. I'm, I'm just, you know... <laughs> Running it in the background so you can, we could make this plug. It doesn't really seem like the kind of thing where if you're if you're playing this, you would be able to pay much attention to the podcasts you're recording. Just saying. I never do. So it doesn't make very much difference to me. <laughs> so Bucky, I think you were saying that they should ban Islam. Um, uh, I'll speak on behalf of Bucky because she has in fact left the room. Okay, good. Uh, no, no, we, sh we shouldn't ban Islam. That's, uh, okay. That's okay for people to have different beliefs. So you don't think we should? No, I, I don't think you, so. You, James Sheaves, don't think so. Okay, we have that on record. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, one of the, one of the next... Uh, things that he did was when he encouraged uh, Russia to hack Hillary Clinton and mm -hmm. find her emails, um, which, which couldn't have come at a worse moment for him because uh, this was amidst uh, that kind of cloud of Russia-related allegations because it was the Paul Manafort era of the campaign. And, of course, Manafort had ties to uh, Viktor Yanukovych and um, uh, he, he was, like, hiring other people who had, like, ties to various oligarchs and things. Mm -hmm. uh, so that, that, was, that was not a wise move on his part, let alone, you know, encouraging a foreign power to, like, manipulate the election, which they then did. Right. Um. Then there was the Alicia Machado thing, which was obviously Hillary's uh, like clever attempt to take advantage of uh, Trump very easily being baited. Mm -hmm. uh, there was the, the Access Hollywood thing, which everyone's forgotten about amazingly, despite the fact that you know there were all these disendorsements and a big storm. And yeah, well, I guess he, you know. So this is, I think, this is a uh, going to be a, a big lesson. Or it should be, if it ha isn't, but it should be a big lesson in in future. 
um, campaigns where the 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 October surprise is is bunk, it's moot at this point because that was an yeah. October leak. That was an October, <clears throat> and it seems like forever ago. It's completely forgotten. It was way too yeah. soon. If that had fucking come out last week or this week, it'd be come on. There'd be no question. Trump would just lose the landslide, think, and whoever, whatever um, moron leaked that just couldn't have sat on sat on it for two more weeks. I question uh, if all the Republicans would have distanced themselves from him uh, so vehemently, because they would have been so concerned about saving their own skins in this last week that I don't think they they even would have tried to distance themselves from him. So, yeah, 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 and then like they would have kind of done like a Paul Ryan, you know, if, like, oh, I'm still endorsing him, but if, I condemn him. Um, they would have fallen like dominoes. No, <laughs> no, what if if they actually have something even bigger for the November surprise? Yeah, I, I've been wondering that, but when the hell would they be bringing this thing out? Monday? I don't think so. Maybe right Tomorrow, now. The day before the election? It's too late. It's the morning of the election? That's too late. That's true, because people have already started voting. Have you, have you voted yet? I haven't no. I, I will. Oh. I will on voting day. I I you know it's like I I vote on voting day. All right. Yeah. I, do I would do that here in Australia where you know everyone has to vote, but in America where there's like all those like conspiracies about oh the Republicans are trying to stop people from vote. I wouldn't take the risk. I'd just early vote. Yeah, well I I'll bring my gun. Okay, good. That's good yeah, to know. No, but I could I could buy one. That's true. I could <laughs> at a gun show loophole. Loophole. Oh yeah. Um the last uh scandal that I have on here is when he said that he wouldn't necessarily respect the outcome of the election. Yeah. Which I think that uh, that's like I guess it's outrageous, but it's like uh, why are, why is a anybody surprised and b it's not like who cares? <laughs> it's like basically oh saying I don't Spence. like her. I don't. I wouldn't like her to be the president. It's it's not like he, it's not like the losing candidate has any power. It's like who gives a fuck what they recognize? You know, it's like um, it, it doesn't mean if he yeah. doesn't recognize it that he is the president. Right. Um. It, like uh, as was pointed out to me. Um. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say, but it was real good. Um, was it something about like um, uh, like a different race from you not being <laughs> as good as your race? Oh, uh, I remember. It, it was um, back in 2008. The Republicans were still like going about like delegitimizing election results and stuff because they were talking about ACORN and mm-hmm. saying that they were going to perpetuate this massive... Uh, voter fraud, unprecedented, and they were going to destroy the fabric of democracy. Yeah. So it's actually not as as you might think. And you know, we were fine after that. Mm-hmm. I forgot about Acorn, the good old days. Yeah. This is amazing how these things are just thing? like so outrageous, right? Right until the end of the election, it's like, oh, this was nothing. <laughs> was that the thing where they were busing old people to vote, or was it something else? I don't remember. It was some, it was something that some black people were doing. That's what made it really outrageous. Uh, yeah, that's really bad. Yeah, they shouldn't fight. You know, it would be it would be good for Trump if they didn't. Let's put it that way. Mm. So that's um 
that's that's uh, you know the history of the of the major party campaigns up today. Uh, we're an hour in. I, I intended for this podcast to actually mostly be about third party candidates. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I guess uh, we should I think, leave for a different podcast. Yeah, the ship has sailed on that, man. I, I got some I got some good stuff here. Well, we did talk about Chafee a lot, so and he's sort of, yeah, he's sort of a third third party candidate. He's a no party candidate because no party is even interested in that. Honestly, honestly, you know what? This is like this is like when the third party candidates want to participate in the debates. Like, no, you're not allowed. Nobody wants to hear from you. I don't want to talk about Jill Stein. Fuck her. Oh, well, that's too bad, Byron, because we're about to talk a whole lot about Jill Stein and her third party and independent compatriots. They're quite a bunch of people. Coming up right now on Whistle Stomp. 